0: Into the My me, to this. It's Thursday, the 30th of September, the last day, of course, of September. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. Shane Lee, you got an extra spring in your step today, mate.
1: I do, mate. The news yesterday: kids are going back to school early. You little beauty, mate. I tell you what: I've always said nurses should get paid more. Um, our policemen should get paid more, and so should our teachers, mate, because they do a fantastic job. And having kids in lockdown. I appreciate them even more. Anyway, they're going back to school. Good riddance.
0: Oh, we love them. Let's just qualify. We love our kids. Love them beyond belief. But the old saying, it takes a village to raise them, is so, so true. Mm -hmm. Justin Langer, well, not happy. Ian Chappell says he won't last much beyond the ashes. Ravi Ashwin in trouble again. And uh, what about Blake Taft, or Blake Taft, the South's fullback? They're saying, stop training, mate. This is Afternoon Sport. Now, Shane Justin Langer is the Australian cricket coach. He's getting way too much publicity for the coach of the Australian cricket team.
1: Yes, mate. He's auditioning for a role in Cinderella, and he's going to play. He's going to play Grumpy, I reckon. <laughs> One of the dwarfs. <laughs> you mean you mean uh, Snow White, don't
0: you? I said, sorry, mate, that's
1: what I mean, Snow White.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he could, be, he could be going for one of the dwarfs. He's, uh, he's cranky, mate.
1: He is, mate. He's cranky. And um, look, he went back to, he blew up at Labashay last year for having a toasty. Um, so he's banned toasties mm. from the team. And it's now come out that debutante Nathan Ellis um, wore a watch when he went onto the field for the first time. Um, he did, I think he uh, acted a run out and then came off. He was quite happy with himself. And then Langer came over and gave him full barrels for wearing a watch on the field. So um, I don't think he'll do that again. Oh, mate. He
0: he wouldn't let Mm. me an extra
1: serving of turkey at Christmas, would he, Justin Langer? Ian Ian, Ian (laughs)
0: Chappell's come out and, uh, look, he always hits you straight between the eyes with his views. He just does not think that Justin Langer will last much past the ashes. We need to peel back a little bit on Ian Chappell's philosophy. He doesn't think that coaches should exist in cricket. He believes that it should all be on the captain.
1: Yeah, and I think so too. And um, as you said at the start, he's getting a lot more publicity than I think he would like. Um, But clearly the the team's not happy in and around it. There's a lot of talking going on. This will continue and little stuff will keep coming out. Um, Yeah, it's a bit of a ticking time bomb. And, um, you know, with not a great preparation for this Ashes, um, hopefully we'll play well. But if it doesn't go well, Justin Lagan may not be the coach for much longer.
0: Is this something that's only happened recently? You were at the academy
1: with him, so you've known him for a long, long time. What was he like back then? He's always been the same. Um, He was a a great cricketer, no doubt about that. Uh, You know, scored over 20 Test 100s as a tough little competitor, but um, he always – you never really knew where you stood with him. He'd sort of look you between the eyes and, um, and, yeah, he had a real sort of – let's say, very terse sort of demeanour about him. So um, he's never changed. So at least he's consistent, I suppose, but... With these young guys coming through, you've got to, you gotta—you can't treat everyone the same. It's, yeah, it's not, it's not all the school of hard knocks. No, no, no. You got you have got to treat them differently
0: to get the best out of them. There's little question about that. Now mm. Shane Warne—he's uh, on. Ravi Ashwin's
1: back all the time, and Ashwin's done something in the IPL that Warney's again slammed him about. Yeah, and rightly so too. I think Warney absolutely nailed him when he mancated a guy a couple of years ago. Um, but batting here, and, and the ball came off him. Um, and it's it's an unwritten rule. It's not against the law what he did, but uh, he took an extra run. Um, so generally if the ball ricochets off you as a batsman and – and it goes out into the field. Um, generally, the, the right thing to do is not take the extra runs, but uh, but Ravi did, and Warney's giving it to him full barrels. It made me think of Brad <laughs> McNamara, who's a great mate of yours and a yeah. mate of mine. I work with him a
0: lot. Um, about that sledge in a game against Northern Districts, can you, can you tell me, was, was it Michael Cant, the guy's name was?
1: Yeah, Michael Cant, it was a really dour left hand batsman, and, and Brad Buzzard McNamara was bowling to him, and um, back then the rules were, and, and Brad ran in to bowl the ball and his thumb got caught in his pocket and the ball sort of just dribbled out he didn't complete the ball but it dribbled out to cover and stopped and back then you were allowed to actually hit the ball Um, but once again it wasn't really in the spirit of the game and and he, uh, Michael Kant walked out and hit the still ball for four, and, and Buzzard said, I knew they spelt your name wrong in the paper every week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Michael Cant, I love it every time I hear it. Ian yeah. Ealy's had a crack too. He's, he's, he's blowing up about the Sheffield Shield being called off.
1: Yeah, it's... Um- I think Crete Australia really need to have a look on on how the AFL managed all the process and the changes of venues and and fixtures um, because right now what's happened is Tasmania's basically just left the state. They said they're out of here. They don't want to be caught in a the lockdown. Mm. Um, they've walked away. So that the lunatics are running the asylum here. Crete Australia needs to stand up and really take charge of this, and it's going to be tough. But the AFL managed to do it, um, managed all the different states and the and all the stuff that goes with the political stuff that goes with that. So, um, you yeah, know, Korea Australia can't be in the background. When the state's now are deciding to pull out on a Sheffield Shield match because they think they might be locked down, it's not on.
0: Yeah, I think now that all these numbers are heading in the right direction, they need a little bit of Volandi steamrolling all mm. across sport. They just have to do that, and the Ashes included. Now, Blake Taff, I was never asked to train more when I was playing rugby league at school. We had a very good team and we were state champions, but I was enormously lazy. This bloke at fullback for South Sydney, he's going to be the most inexperienced ever got
1: to play in a grand final, but he's got all this ability. They're saying, mate, you're training too much. Yep, uh- this actually happened with Brad Hogg, the cricketer, left-arm um, spinner, played for WA. Mark Taylor actually said, "Yeah, to he hit, tongue out of the side yeah, of the mouth, like like a bloody uh, a blue healer dog." Um, he, he, Mark Taylor said to him not to train so much. He was a, he was a constant trainer. Um, he overtrained a lot. But this kid, yeah, just, <laughs> the spotlight's going to be on him. He said he's an overtrainer and he trains really, really hard. But I, I just feel a few of these Cleary bombs might be heading his way come the grand final.
0: I just wonder if he's too young to care. I, I remember back in 2005, I worked on that grand final. Ironically, this probably will be Benji Marshall's last game. He was very early on. And him and Farrah and these guys, they were doing things almost like they're too young to care or get up, get intense about.
1: I, I, I think that can be a real thing. Yeah, mate, I don't know about that. I think once the grand final starts, he's out there, and that first torpy bomb starts coming down towards him, and it, and it hits hits he hits him in the chin, mm. <laughs> and it's knock on. I think he will care, mate. So the pressure will be on him, but uh, time will tell, Tim.
0: Okay, do you want to bet on this one? Um, um do you want to? Yeah, take Yeah, I, I, re- I reckon I'll have a shocker. Okay, there okay. you go. All right, well, we'll let us we'll take it on the larger the larger <laughs> issue. Let's have let's have three schooners, and I'll go South Sydney. You go Penrith off the bat. If you're happy with that. Happy with that, mate. Done. Okay. Now, Frank Panisi at Melbourne, they always seem to be defending themselves. Uh, I don't like the way they play sometimes, particularly in defence. We've now seen Munster and Smith and a few of these others embroiled in this controversy. Everyone's been sending me these uh, pictures on WhatsApp. Um, mm. they've, uh, look, they're not the first to go off like a frog in a sock when the season's over. But uh, their head of football down there is saying enough is enough. Don't have a go at our culture. We're not a, we're not a, a drug culture. We're not this. We're not that
1: no uh one incident does not make a, a a bad club or a bad culture that's that's for sure and I think Melbourne do have a very very strong culture they always have they've been very successful um, this is a mistake and uh, i I like what uh Frank is saying and defending the club and the culture because they do have a strong culture they'll deal with this swiftly and they'll, you know the guys will pay for what their actions and we'll move on now basil semplis of course we've
0: mentioned it Lord Mayor and mm. he is mr Perth. Uh, if you, you don't know the name or you probably know him from watching Channel 7, he's appeared on Sunrise and a th- few other things. But he did the presentation after the AFL Grand Final and he's been widely criticised for not allowing Simon Goodwin, the Melbourne coach. And we mentioned this earlier in the week on the program. It's now, it, it's extended this a little bit because now Andrew Embley, who was best on ground 2006 for, for West Coast over the Swans, he was there to present the medal for to Christian Pachaka and he was all ready to do his speech and then old mate uh old mate did it
1: all himself old uh old Baz. Basil's like a guy at, at a karaoke that just can't you can't get him off the stage, can you? sounds of things. Give someone else a game mate. But no, look he's made a couple of mistakes. <laughs> he's a he's a decent bloke Basil and he's been a great uh uh commentator and um ambassador for the sport. He's he, but he's he's had a shocker here. But uh, yeah Andrew Embley was there to um present the award and say who was the uh, Norm Smith medalist um, but yeah Basil took his limelight <laughs> <laughs> He wanted to do nine versions of k Sand.
0: I, yeah, I, I love this and uh, this young Fremantle star he's a real talent
1: and, and he he wants to go to Melbourne. He does mate um, he was offered um, Adam Serra, he was offered a four year contract to stay at Fremantle around three million dollars um, but he wants to get back to Melbourne um, and he said he really wants to go to Carlton so Carlton's offered him a little bit less. I think it's 2.8 million over four years. Mm. Um, And he wants to get back to to Melbourne, which, you know, that's probably where his family's from. And I get that too. It's a bit of a a one team town, uh, particularly being down in Fremantle. I know there's two teams over there, but um, yeah, they're pretty parochial. So i'm sure he wants to get home and see his family
0: oh well you know those borders have been shut forever as well so i suppose if you do have family outside of that and you're from somewhere else you're going to be extra motivated to get out now um i like this story manny pacquiao uh, pacquiao whichever way you want to pronounce it his boxing career extraordinary there was there was virtually nothing he didn't do 26 years in the ring and he's he's retiring i've said it before i think that Boxers do go on too long. Uh, they've got to know their time and they've
1: got to step out of the ring. It's already a very dangerous, precarious sport. Well, mate, he's, he's going into the Philippines as a senator, so that's a bloody dangerous sport too, I reckon. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but, but he finishes <laughs> um, retirement at 42 years of age, as you said, 26-year um, career. Um, he won eight Divisional World Championships, um, 72 fights, 62 wins, 39 knockouts and 12 world titles. Wow. What an unbelievable career. And now he goes into probably yeah. even a harder one, politics in, in the Philippines. Good luck. Yeah, I don't think yeah, that would not be easy. Now, Lionel Messi, it's, uh, it's interesting when they're
0: on this kind of money that they're on like him and Ronaldo and a lot of people have been comparing uh, who's going to do better you know Ronaldo's gone to Manchester United and Messi's over here at PSG who's going to score the goals well Messi hasn't scored many he's finally got a goal in this 2-0 win over Man City
1: and I think it'll be an enormous relief. Yeah big time um yeah he's, I think it's his first guy for of PSG so uh yeah a lot of pressure on him as you said these guys get paid ridiculous amounts of money um And his job is to score goals. So the pressure would have been mounting. I I think you'll see the floodgates open now. Oh, he's phenomenal, isn't he? He's he's absolutely phenomenal.
0: And uh, look, the A-League, these... Things happening right across the world of sport where names are being changed to, to get equality and, and make it a more egalitarian approach to the sport. The A-League in Australia will now... There'll be no W League. Uh, the Women's League will now
1: be called A-League Women and A-League Men and A-League Juniors. It's much clearer, isn't it, Tim? <laughs> like, come on. Like, all this stuff is, like, going too far, I think. Um, there's no doubt. We're big supporters of, of uh, women in sport on, on this show. We always will be. I've got two daughters. You've got daughters, too, and... Um, The thing is, mate, we've got to support um, uh, women, but changing the name doesn't really matter um, from W League to A League Women. I don't know. This just sounds a bit too hard for me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, look, the the big question I think is the AFLW. I think that that is one yeah. which is going to swirl for quite some time, and and pressure will change because you know the the women's cricket team for Australia they're, they're they're all they're all in line. So anyway, we'll we'll watch this space, see what happens down mm-hmm. the track. But it is time to wind the clock back. It is time to get a little nostalgic. And Adrian Tucker, I remember covering Adrian as a cricketer, and he played with a few of my mates at uh, club level, so I got to know him a bit. He had a really interesting. First First class career, didn't he, as a cricketer?
1: He did, mate. So he's a good mate too, the Tuckasaurus, Adrian Tucker. He um so I played for New South Wales for twelve years. Um Adrian played before me and he played after me, but we never played a game together. He had the wow. longest he had the longest break in first-class cricket um, between matches. He's famously known as playing the Sheffield Shield final where he got Alan Border out twice. He's a really good leg spinner tuck. Um, dismissed Alan Border twice in a shield final for New South Wales to win. Um, and then sort of went off into the ether for for 12 years and um, then finally came back and he got to play his final game of the SCG with Steve Waugh coming back. He was a bit angry then, and he basically split his webbing fielding and he was about to leave the field, and Steve always said, if you leave the field, mate, you'll never fucking be coming back out of here again. So get out here and bowl, mate. Otherwise, you'll be having another 12 years off. And um, he got through the game, but a uh, great man, Tuck, but a very, very long time between drinks, Timmy. Quite a smart bloke too, wasn't he, Adrian? He is Adrian. Yeah, yeah he is, mate. He's um, he's always been a, 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 a trader, a broker, and that's I don't know what he does, to be honest. But um, he now runs a beautiful uh, uh, dog farm called Doge with his his lovely wife Margaret down in the Southern Highlands where these dogs get treated like royalty. Best in show
0: Adrian (laughs) Tucker, nice old yarn (laughs) That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors.
1: Oh, my hair's looking good, Timmy. It's main Hair Care. That's M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. Oh, yeah, you're looking and smelling sensational, of course. <laughs> our
0: wonderful producer, Mr. Dan McHugh, thank you. We'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys.
1: Take care.